Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. <laughs> We're back. Brand new intro. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was I, pretty sweet. I loved it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to 34, 34 to Glory. I'm flustered. We're yes, back. you are. Yes, We're you back. are. You want to try that all over again? No. One, no. two, three. You ready? Welcome back to 34 to Glory because we're back. You're back. We're pumped. We are ready to go. We have no idea what the season's going to bring. We're going to get into coronavirus, see how it's going to affect the Bears. I don't want to get into coronavirus. No. I'd like others to get coronavirus. I would like to not well, get into Well, I mean, it. get into like oh, what, okay. what, what, right. what its effect on the Bears, right. what, what, what could be the outcome. Um, so, yeah, uh, new intro, new, uh, we're taking calls. So if someone jumps in, we'll jump in. Well, we're going to try to set up this year, hopefully, uh, a live feed so people can follow on so they don't just jump in and they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. But I think if someone does call and they want to talk about whatever they want to talk about, we'll just go from there. I love that. Hey, Ty, we are 16 days away from the Bears taking the field. That's crazy. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's get the downer stuff out of the way real quick. Uh, do you think the season finishes? Do we start? It's going to be a weird season. It is. It is. 2020 is like the weirdest year ever. And so here's what I think. I think it's going to be a roller coaster of a year. I think there could be weekends that half your team is like out. I mean, that's, that's a possibility. And I think yeah. we have, I think we have to acknowledge that um, this, this is a wild card type of year. And, you know, who knows, but I, I, I really think we ought to, ought to be prepared that, we literally could have postponements. We literally could have things that get canceled and rescheduled. Just hold on to your horses. It's going to be a wild year, man. Yeah, 2020 sucked, I think, pretty much for everyone out there. So hopefully we can bring some relief. Now, that's enough talk about Corona. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I think um, we will have a season. I think it'll be full. Uh, Fantasy's going to be a shit show. It's going to be a... Uh, <laughs> Crazy, crazy shit show. Uh, Curtis from California came up with a great idea last year. Now, we don't have enough people for it this year, but hopefully we can get this snowball rolling downhill and get more people. But we would love to do a 34 to Glory Fantasy League. We would love to interact with the fans. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah, it, it'd be really great. So hopefully we I'd can kick get... your ass, though. You know that, right? <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. I'm. I. We're in a couple different leagues together. We're going back and forth on a lot. Um. So, where do you want to start, man? The season's coming up hot and fast, quick. I mean, 
Let's let let's start with you know the new the newest news out there is David Montgomery just uh, yeah groin got a groin injury and now they're talking two to four weeks and then they're saying there's some rumor out there that it could be longer. This is not a good way for Bears fans to start a year. I'm not too worried. Do you think it's it's just overhyped? Or I'm not worried now. I'm not trying to say that. I do feel bad. Like obviously, it's it's a person, it's a human being, it's an injury. He's not that good, in my opinion. So I'm not worried. I know other people disagree, and that's fine. But you can call in and bitch me out if you want to do that. I would love for that to happen. I am not a big fan of his. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just another running back down. I mean, if we can't overcome this in Corona season, I know this was the last time I said I was going to talk about it. I lied. If we can't get <laughs> by this, I mean, it, it, it. you know how that old saying, next man up? that This whole next man up is like, that should be the NFL. NFL 2020, next, next man up Yeah, for every team because every team is going to be next man up. You know, Montgomery, he had so many opportunities last year, and I wanted him to be good. I really, really wanted a running back that could be a bell cow. And I was so disappointed because it seemed like he wasn't hitting the holes and we weren't blocking for him real well. And it, it just fell flat because there's so much hype up front about him. And by the way, if you play fantasy football this year... He's he's like the one of the most hyped guys ever in terms of an overrated guys in fantasy football. So be careful where you draft him, man. I mean, I'm saying that as a Bears fan. Be careful where you draft him. Yeah, but at least you're showing you're not biased. Yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, he, I, I want him. To, I want him to do well. We have a new quarterback. Do That's we something. do we really have a new quarterback? We, Our, I mean, regardless, we have a new quarterback. Do we have a quarterback look we've talked about this he's hot he's cold he's streaky he's not he can't play football he can i know there's a statue there is a statue in philadelphia of him and we're still debating right now we're still debating whether or not he is good well listen i looked at Statistically, Mitch Trubisky and Foles, statistically, they're the same quarterback. One has a... No. Statistically, they're the same quarterback. I want to see it. One has a 63.8% quarterback rating. Hold on. Hold on. We left the air on. We're going to have oh, to turn the air off. You can't hear are, me? Oh, the air conditioning. No, did. people are probably hearing the intake. Or the uh, out, my outtake is like right in the same room we're in. Uh, we are actually on our private jet. What you just heard was <laughs> yeah. the sound of the jet engines going. Tyler, would you please pass the martinis? Just, uh, just turn it off, Tim. Oh, okay. We got All right. it. All right. As you were. I really like the idea that that was our private jet rather than just your shitty system. No, it was my shitty season. <laughs> okay, all right. Back to the stats. Yeah. So I believe in terms of passer rating, they are just two percentages away from each other. I believe that one has a yards per attempt of seven yards and the other has a 
yards per attempt of 5.5. Yeah, but what about the clutch gene? Say more about that. Well, Foles has it. Obviously, Trubisky does not. Oh, yeah. I think he's got... Yeah, of course. I mean, he's, got what, the, he's got the Super Bowl ring, okay? It's, but, it's oh, but he same had, guy, he, one's but, got the Super Bowl yeah, ring. Yeah, but I mean, dude. That, that Super Bowl against uh, New England, he played flawless. He did. He had 105.6% pass rating. I think one of the best postseason passer ratings ever so i'll give you that he's a system quarterback though he is a system guy he has to be put in a system that will succeed and i think we have that so nagy nagy and peterson were friends yeah i i think to a degree but let me challenge you on this okay um run pass option nick Foles is like Philip Rivers in terms of getting out of the pocket. I mean, he's not a fast guy. He's not a quick runner. So are we moving to more of a pocket passing situation? No, 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 no. All he does good is RPOs. That RPOs is his bread and butter. RPOs is what won him the Super Bowl. You think he's good at rolling out? That's not RPO. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of RPO is run. Pass option, right, right. So uh, it, we did that pretty good in sync, huh? We for did. Not rehearsing we, that. we did. You know what? I'm proud of us <laughs> for doing that. But no, it's not. It's not bootlegs. What we ran last year with Mitch was bootlegs. What they tried to do with Cutler was bootlegs. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't like bootlegs. I think you got a little confused there because RPOs is just they stand in the pocket. He's either handing the ball off. Or he's, or he's hitting a hot route, or he's hitting a slant. He's reading the linebacker. Yeah, you're he's right. He's reading you're the right. safety. And it, it, but he's good at it. That is the only thing. they di- We didn't get a... N- we did not get to see that in Jacksonville, because he broke his uh, collarbone. So we did not get to see that. He broke his collarbone week one. We have to run that. We have to literally look at what the Eagles did and run a variation of that offense. So, so to your point... With Foles' history, can he finish a full season? <sighs> you already know my answer. No, I don't think so. And then, so 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 can Trubisky? No. So so, so we're they, gonna see so, both. So right? next question, we're gonna see both. Yeah, <laughs> but next question, can they both <laughs> together? Can they both finish a season? Maybe. Who's, I don't think they can, who's, man. Who's, I don't. I don't think hey, they can. Who's our third guy right now, man? I don't even know, man. Isn't that bad? I mean, think about it. We're talking about an NFL team that we can't really think of who the third guy is, but both of these guys have a fair history of being injured, and they're both our number ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Not kind of. It's called scary fun. I think it's um, it's hilarious how uh, people are. Wh- I am having a brain fart. Who's the tight end we just drafted? Cole Komet. Yeah, Cole was running down the field and Trubisky was throwing him balls, and it wasn't even a drill, or it was a drill. It wasn't even a scrimmage. So all it is is a center hiking Trubisky the ball, him dropping back and hitting Cole down the middle. Cole's not guarded. That's it. There's there's three people in the play. That's it. And the delusional Bears fan returns. People were on the message boards. And, like, there was... I'm not saying all people. I want to say this was 20% of people. 
We're saying he looks good. He's back. Look how well. It's a competition behind him. I'm like, guys, hey, there's no one rushing him. There's no one guarding anyone. The weather is fine. It's like they waited for the wind to die down, too, in that clip. They're like, hold on, Mitch. We're getting about a two mile per hour out of the south. My message to those of you who got on the bandwagon with what Tyler just described, put down the Kool-Aid right now. And and this comes from a man who was drinking the Kool-Aid very heavily oh, in the beginning. I was not only drinking the Kool-Aid. If they had a place that I could go that helped people get over overdoses of kool-aid that's where i would have gone yeah he but you did you weaned yourself I, off i did withdrawal was a bitch <laughs> i want to tell you withdrawal was absolutely terrible so what else are you thinking about this year ty that really kind of stands out as we start to enter the season i think defense is gonna be there maybe um, like I said, we'll see who stays healthy and by healthy is the coronavirus is a big thing because we're not, we're not talking just injuries anymore. We're talking about something that's pretty much non-preventable in certain ways. Yeah. Um, we need to learn from baseball. Okay. Baseball is having a problem. The NBA is not because they're in a bubble, which is easy to do in the NBA. You can put players in a bubble. That's fine. You can't put 52-man rosters of 32-man teams in a bubble. Too many games, too many people, not going to work. At the same time. Was that a good belch? Yes, it, it was. At the same time, you cannot do what baseball did when they're flying to cities and people are going to nightclubs and being disregardless about the virus. Now, I'm not going to talk and preach about the virus. Here's a matter of fact of the thing. Whether the virus... If you're asymptomatic towards the virus as a player, which we're finding out most athletes are, the majority are becoming asymptomatic. Guys, it doesn't matter. Stay in the hotel because if you get it, you're out for two weeks. You're not coming back. So it does not matter if you're like, oh, I feel fine, I feel fine, I feel fine. Just do your part. Because as a fan, I don't know about you, but I'm going to get very upset if people are going to nightclubs and going to bars, and yeah. then they contract it. I'm yeah, going to get very, very, very upset because it's like just stay in for one season. Yeah, be, be responsible. I mean, I, for some reason, I hear Bill Belichick's echo in the background. Just do your job. And part of doing your job is being socially responsible. Well, especially in this time, though. It, it, it's, it's not even... It, it is socially responsible, but we're to the point now where you can't... Like, people have already opted out. I think Eddie Goldman's out, He's right? out for the season, yep. Anyone else? There's probably more. No, 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 no. But there's the, what 69, 69. Players? The Patriots had the most. I think the Patriots had like seven or eight. Opt yeah, out. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was great. They lost most of their defense. Yeah, they'll get Trevor Lawrence now. Yeah, but and <laughs> it's the point being that would you go out on a field without stretching? Would you go out on a field without practicing? All these answers are no. So why would you go out on a f out of your contained area? Why would you go out 
to risk an injury because that's what it is. Well, it's selfishness. But it's an injury too, though. Yeah. They need to I think they need to look more of it not as an illness, not as a virus, but as an injury. Cause it is an injury. I mean, there's no rehab, but it is an injury. You will not they will not let you practice. They're not gonna let you do any of that. It is an injury. Yeah. I mean, so they need the, to, they need, right? Do you feel that way? Like they, if they oh, can get I, that through their head, I I agree hundred and ten percent. It's 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 an injury, and you know exactly, unlike other injuries, how long this injury is going to last, right? But what you don't know is how many other of your teammates did you infect because of your injury. That's true, but also if you're a big time player, it doesn't matter. In the aspect of, yeah, it matters that you could be affecting others, but you're out regardless. So now the team's already hurt, you know? And that's not to even say, what if you're a big name? Just I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. If Khalil Mack goes out and he gets it and then gives it to Folds or Trubisky, or they both get it, like, there has to be a contingency plan and I don't think the NFL has one. I think they're handling this poorly. They've been handling a lot of... I'm not going to get into all the other social issues that are going on in the world right now. But in my opinion, they're handling that piss poor. So so you know what this reminds me of? And and, and you guys didn't experience this, but the I did. The strike? Is the strike. And when they had the scrubs, it was, it was almost comical that the announcers couldn't didn't know half the people on the on the field and i think we could see that this year i think we could see so many rookies and unnamed but players out the, on the field but that's the problem though you're going to get that mixture so with the strike you didn't have a mixture now you're going to right but, but, but that's what i'm saying now you're going to get a mixture where you could have a guy like Khalil Mack just busted and re, like he oh. It could turn into the NBA almost where one or two players could win you a game. Absolutely, it could. I, I, I agree 100%. Think what happens if you have a healthy Quinn on one end and a healthy Mac on the other, and the offensive line is completely new. You're, what, what does that look like? I mean, right. that's destruction in front of you. Right. It, I'm telling you, it's going to be a wild ride. Um, what do you feel like... Let's talk about some of the adjustments they made in the offseason. They want to expand the playoffs. They want to um, – well, they did. They took away seeding now. Right. So the two seeds do not get a bye anymore. I kind of like that. I'm going to be completely honest. I like that the one seed has that much more – it has that much more power to get that bye. I, I love it, in fact, because basically it really means something to be the one seed now. Um. Yeah, I completely agree. Question though, on the back end of this, how do you feel though? They want they now they didn't do it this year. They want to add two extra games. I, I'm okay if they add two extra games. I'm actually, and some people may hate me for saying this, but I really, I'm okay with not having a preseason. I I don't am, think anyone's gonna I, hate you for that. I'm, take. I'm okay with not having a preseason. I would love. Next season to have no preseason and add two extra games would be absolutely fine with me. I don't want I don't want there to be two extra games. Why? Man, it's more football. Yeah, but look, you're saying more football. The players are already crying out for help. 
players are saying at the end of that week, I can't get out of bed. I'm speaking as a selfish fan here. And I understand that, but do okay, question. They add two more games, our players get hurt. We lose we're in the playoff hunt and week seventeen, week nineteen, you know, we lost two games, we're out. Oh damn it, you just popped my bubble. I'm just saying that that's too many games. So think about it, Dad. If you're going to expand the playoffs and expand the regular ski- season, you're adding on more games. There's just more games. And that sport is too physical for more games. I like where we're at now at 16 because 16's a lot. 16's a lot of hitting. 16's a lot of football. I don't want to go past 16. If it ain't, if it ain't broke, okay. don't fix it. Okay, the so playoffs you- were a little broke, and they fixed it. All right. So basically what you're doing is you're telling a football addict like me that not to have two more games. I mean, I'm struggling. I'm a football addict. I, I, want, I want the fix of the two games. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. I, I, I get I, I that, but fix. I can't. I, it's hard to listen to players saying, man, I could barely make it through the 16 season. I, hey, but what if, about, I, what, if what, I'm what, a player, what, I'm with you. But if I'm a fan... I'm I'm with uh, but, me. Okay, I'm going to disagree, and this is why. If they are having problems making it through, right, that season, how many times have we seen this? Okay, are you ready for this? How many times have we seen it when they, they have the lead, they have the se- second round bye, and they said, you know what? If he sits out, the the he, he, he can rest up in two weeks. That's gone, buddy. That's out the window because now the second round has to play the following week. Now you have two more games on top of that that could eliminate you. It's too much. It is too much. Man, after all that, I need a beer. Because I, I, you're just popping my bubble left and right here. Well, if you think about it, right, is do, do you see where I'm coming I, from? I, I see where you're coming from, and the logic makes sense. There's a big part of me though that just wants to see more football. Now, of course, there's a there's the other scenario too that you could see things where people stay healthy. It's a possibility and they could go into the playoffs very healthy. I mean, that could happen too. What is healthy? There's a difference. Hel- there's healthy on the what well, the fans are seeing and there's healthy in the players going, "Right. I am struggling." Yeah. I don't want players to struggle. Well, and when you took away home field advantage with the second seed, to me, we have an issue. Why are we having the second seed now play in the first round, like no buy? So they're either playing Saturday or Sunday. On top of that, by the way, hey, two more games, but hey, we eliminated the preseason. What does that matter? Starters don't play in the preseason anyway. That's a bullshit concept. If anything, I'd rather have a preseason... And not because I like to watch it. I can't stand that shit. But players are found and players are made in the preseason. I think I think the real issue is that rookies and people trying out for the team are made in the preseason. Yeah. That's, that's the only benefit that I see of the preseason is every now and then you, you get someone who's a free agent who all of a sudden starts to shine in a quote, real game environment. So I see the pluses from that perspective. I'm going to have to agree to disagree on this one because I just love football too much. 
and I want those two extra I games. I think you're going to eat your words, man. I, I think it's too long. It's I may. too long. I may. And later on, if if uh, I need to eat some humble pie, I'll but do that it, with you. Do you think three games is a lot? Three games or two games? Three games. Do you think three games is a lot in general? Three games in the postseason? I'm not no, following No, I'm talking you. about three games of football. Do you oh. think three games of football is a lot? Whether you look three games back, three games up, or three games to play. I don't think it's that much, no. That's a lot, man, and that's what they're adding on. If you get a second seed, you're now playing three games to where you would be playing zero. It's three to zero, man. That is a shitload. So you're telling me, right? And here's another thing that we're going to see. If teams get a big enough lead with more games, less competition. If a team is up so big and then they sit for two weeks, what the fuck is the fun in that? No, that is a very good point. Because the more games you have in a season... You're absolutely correct on on that piece, that people could take advantage of that. And I had not thought of it until you just brought that up. So I I will give you 100% credit for that. I I I get where you're coming from, but I don't think fans are, are, are going through the loopholes, are going through the problems. Here's not a problem. Here's how they fixed it. You don't add two games. You add one extra team on each side to the playoffs, and boom, now the second seed has to fight for that first seed round by. Whereas, you add two more games, they look at the top and they say, you know what, shit, they hold the tiebreaker, the first seed does, they're already two games ahead of us, we're going to sit. So now you're having starters sit out for two whole games for no reason yeah. when you could have 16 I, no. games a full season. I just I, think that would that would suck. If that would that would suck. I would hate it, that. And it would happen. It I would, would happen. That. We we see it now slightly, not as much, not as much, but slightly. But dad, I feel like now though when you implement that playoff rule where they add the other team and the second seed is not as important as the first seed now, I love it. I'm like, "Oh, 16 games. You got to get all that done." That's competition. Yeah. Well, one no, of, no, no one's sleeping on that. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons I've always loved football, besides the fact that I just love football, is that if you look at other sports that play 50 games or baseball that plays, what, 160 or 70 games? 162. Yeah. I mean, at, at some point, the game that week doesn't really matter statistically. See, it's less than thank one, you. It, less than 1%. And I think the point you're trying to make is by adding the two games, that percentage gets to the point that people are going to start manipulating manipulating it and I hadn't thought of that but I think it's an excellent point. Look at look at the NBA. They want they want games to go down. Yeah. They 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 even said that they said they like a shortened season. They don't want to play 82 anymore. They they go can we go down to 52, 62? They want it shortened by like 20 yeah. games because then it's more competitive. When you like baseball for instance, Right now in baseball, a 60-game season, they have turned baseball into a flat-out sprint. And it's kind of fun to watch. They, they've redid the whole game. Um, I'm just, And the, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like football's going in the opposite way. For instance, in baseball now, 
Uh, if you do double headers, they're only seven innings. And if you go into extra innings, there's automatically a runner on second base. I mean, they're trying to speed the game up. They're trying to make it more exciting. My point is, baseball is trying to get fans. Football's already there. And by football doing this, football just wants to make more money. They don't care about the players, in my opinion. They want to make more money. And that's what they're doing. I'm worried because the Bears are already struggling to get into the playoffs Two more games. Jesus, are we ever going to get the playoffs? Oh, I hope but so. But adding that other team with the shortened season, keep it 16 games. It's already a beautiful game. 16 games. Keep it. I was a little against adding the player, the other team, and then I go, oh, wait. Oh, the, the, the second seed loses home team home field advantage? Oh, I'm in. They are not home field advantage. They lose the first round bye? Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I was completely sold on that fact. I don't that fact. I do not want to move on to a. I don't want to move on to another like two games. I don't want to all, add it on. All right, all right. You've convinced me. I've actually changed. I've actually changed my mind based upon what you said. Oh, wow. I was I was really against it when you first started talking about it. I was like, no way, Ty. I want to see those games, man. No way. You actually really convinced me. I, I'm, I'm going to jump on board your bandwagon this time. All right. Hey, can you feel me back there? I just uh, jumped on. I can feel you. Okay. Hey, let's talk about, um, we kind of went off on, I feel like, whatever. Like, I, I, I know it wasn't really Bears related, but you know what? Sometimes we're going to have thoughts on other shit, too. So It's all right. It's all right. You went there, and, uh, we, and we came back. Stephen A. Smith said something interesting. Um he said he would love to see Aaron Rodgers finish out his career as a bear. We've said this before on this podcast. I said I would love to see it. I know my answer. I want to know yours. What percentage do you think he'll join us before his career is over? Um, I tell you what, I've got two views on that. But if now, you had to put it in a percentage, if I had quick. to put it in a percentage with his current coach, Matt LaFleur, I call him because he always goes after the floor in terms of his coaching. Yeah. Um, I truly believe that he is not a passer friendly um, coach. I believe that he wants to ground and pound. I think if you look at Aaron Rodgers, Throwing history, um, especially well, last year. Okay, look, I know, I know what you're you know where I'm going with I, this. I know, and I know what you're breaking down, but that's not what I'm asking you. He's clearly moving on from Green Bay. He's fed up with Green Bay. He, I, I'm not going to get all, into all his. We're not a Packers broadcast, so but I'm, what I'm saying is, if you've seen all his comments lately, he's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was going. You, you're right. So percentage-wise of him becoming a bear? Because what you were, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but what no. you were doing was like validating that he'll leave one day. But I'm not saying leave. We, I, I think he's leaving. I'm saying okay, joining the enemy. Joining the enemy. Which we would love. I would, so, I would go crazy. I'd buy a jersey. So, so I'm, I'm giving a 45% chance that he joins us. Wow, we are very close. I was going to go 50. I think we got a 50-50 shot. I think he's mad. I think he's mad. I think he's got something to prove. And listen. Well, did you hear what he said? I understand Brett Favre now. Uh Uh-huh. Where'd Brett Favre go? Yeah. I don't think he's... I don't think he's... 
he, he Rogers is a very spiteful son of a bitch. He's very smart. He comes across very like spiritual. If you listen to him in interviews, he, if, to me, it comes across very arrogant. But that's just me. No, you li- if you listen to the right interviews okay. where it's not football okay. talk. Right. He's he comes across he he's always talking about meeting the Dalai Lama and how, all these like he he's smart and it, it is what it is. Yeah. When it comes to football, of course he's going to come across arrogant because he he's tired of people cheering, changing the narrative on him. The point being, if you like, who's going to hurt your team worse? And he knows. He every time they talk to him and interview him about the like the rivalry, he knows the count. He knows where they stand, and that's what he wants Here, to do. Here's what it could be. If that ever comes true, remember the game after Brett Favre's father passed away and what he did? Yeah, Monday Night Football against mm-hmm. the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. He came out, and he just burned the Oakland Raiders beyond belief. I believe Aaron Rodgers... Would go okay, up to Green a, Bay and a, just burn them. That was a little dark. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would have gone with just the analogy of Favre going to the Vikings and then whooping their ass with Rodgers on the team. But you know what? You do <laughs> you, right. man. I you do go. me. I do me. Anyway. I get the analogy. Yeah. I was just like, oh, he took that a totally I, different direction. I, I did. Because that was one game. But remember, Favre whooped their ass as a Viking. Oh, he did. He, Rodgers I, never... Did Rogers beat him? I don't think Rogers ever beat him in the two years he was there. I'm not sure. I'd have to I look that one up. Favre, either Favre went four and zero or three and one. Yeah, I think it was three and one. But we'll, we'll, we can check on that. We can have our great crew of twenty stati- statisticians <laughs> look that up. <laughs> they've have, been, they've have, been. The, have them look. They're looking it up right now. They've, I can <laughs> I can see one of them typing over over by the TV. They've been let go due to pay cuts. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, they all got COVID, and now they're they're out for two weeks. <clears throat> so what are you looking up on your phone, son? I'm, I'm looking up the stat. Oh, you, just, you're yeah, really, you really I, are looking up the stat in real time. I need you to so, start talking to, about so, something while I so, do this. <laughs> okay. Well, here, here's something I am very interested in, and that is I'm excited about having Quinn on the other side of Mac this year. And I think that is a story that needs to be covered because we all know the defensive end on the other side of the ball in the years past just wasn't making it happen. I am very excited because they're going to have to account for Quinn and Mac this year. And I think if we can stay healthy on that defensive front, that this could be one of the best defenses we've seen in a long long time from the bears and that excites me as a bear fan i'm I'm not not a big fan of quinn you know he's i think he's i think he's underrated i think he's i think he's still got it and i think he's underrated do you trust a guy coming off a ped suspension to me a ped suspension is i'm getting older this is my this is last hope it, He's in his 30s, man, and we just gave him a blockbuster five-year deal. It doesn't make sense. It, it can be. that That's one scenario. But another scenario can be that he still got something left in the tank, and that's the scenario I'm believing in. I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Quinn's going to go out and have 16 to 25 sacks this year. 
Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is he's going to be enough of a disruption on the defensive line in order for Mac to eat. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in watching the Mac guy get some quarterbacks this year and roughing them up. Yes, I mean roughing them up. Be- especially for Jilly Boy. You know who for Jilly Boy is, don't you, Tyler? No. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't think he's going to rough him up. You don't think so? Nah, he's too smart now, man. I th- rough you, it, rough he, him up as in, I want him, he's not gonna I want him, him looking up at the sky. He's not going to touch him. He's not going to touch him. No one's going to touch him. He's getting to that point where he's, remember what Manning did and Breeze does and Brady does now? Yeah, they get rid of the ball so quick. That he, I mean, it's not going to, he's not going to, he's not going to take the hits anymore. He's getting older and Rodgers still wants that chance at the Super Bowl. I don't think you're going to see him scramble as much. He'll still scramble, but it's not going to be like what you think, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've never, let's face it, we've never had a quarterback that in my lifetime that has the touch that Aaron Rodgers does on the ball. I that's that's just the truth. We we have never had Cutler didn't have anything like that. Miller didn't have anything like that. Um, you can name almost every other quarterback. Of course, I don't know the quarterbacks of the 30s and 40s, other than by name, wasn't around. But I really think that um, if Aaron Rodgers became our quarterback. That would be something pretty. I think we could possibly win a Super Bowl with him. Wouldn't that possibly? Be? Are you high? We would. There's no question. That's all we're missing. That's literally all we're missing. We don't need anything else. Let's discuss how, how disgusted are you that the Bears piddle their thumbs, dilly dally. We trade for Nick Foles. Meanwhile, in New England, they signed Cam Newton for one point one million. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I think I think the Patriots are smarter than we are. That's how what I think. Um, you know, everybody was writing Cam Newton off. And I'll tell you what, Cam does not have the legs he once had. He's not going to, you know, run for 500, 600 yards. But he's not washed up either. And I think they're going to see a Cam Newton this year that is going to be a very effective quarterback. I really wish the Bears would have tried to go out and get him. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know if they thought his injuries were too severe. But for some reason, we didn't even make an effort. But when I think of um, Mitch Trubisky going down and then Foles going down and being injured and then we're both trying to think of the name of the quarterback that's going to replace them. I'm telling you, Cam sounds a whole lot better than that, doesn't he? I mean, I would much rather have Cam. But that's water under the bridge. Yeah, I I would also like to have Cam. But I think he has... We'll see what Foles can do. Is there anyone else you're excited I'm not... Real quick, my thoughts on Robert Quinn. I, I don't like coming off PD. I think we, we, we've we done a bust, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know. I Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, I eat crow on this. So, regardless of this season and how it turns out, do you think the Bears will actually give Pace a pass? I hope not. I know that's what you hope. What do you think? 
I think that they are close to being fed up with him. I think that if they're honest with themselves and look in the mirror, they're going to see a GM that really has not made consistent game-winning selections to make his team better. And in fact, you and I can both name several, more than several, probably seven or eight different really dumb moves. Um, and I, I really believe that um, he's not the GM for the future. So I think, I think they will replace him. Um, if we go eight and eight again, he's done. I mean, he's just done. Or if we have a losing season, he's done. That's yeah. I I I I don't know how. I guess let's speak to the other side of that. What rationale would the Bears management have to come up with if they didn't do anything and they have a losing season or end up eight and eight again? What what's the rationale? If you're if you're talking to the public, how do you explain that? I think the Bears have a problem. I think uh, if Ryan Pace does not go after this year, if they give him another chance, then I don't bitch about Ryan Pace anymore. I bitch about Ted Phillips, the president, who's running the – who is the operations. The McCaskies aren't the owners, but the McCaskies are old, so they hire, you know – they hired Ted Phillips, so, and whether, now this is just a perspective, this is hard to say. As fans, we don't know the ins and outs. There could be someone from the McCaskies or whoever hired, you know, putting pressure, doing says, and all this, but I don't know. But what I do know is Ryan Pace is a jackass. That's what I do know, and I he needs to go. I think Pace has uh, compromising pictures of Ted. But but do you see what I'm not going to give it up? But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Do we know? See, because I listened to David Sampson, who is a former owner of the Marlins. David Sampson said there is not one owner in one league in one team that does not meddle. Fact. He goes, they could be old as hell. They're meddling. Which brings me to my next next point. We don't know. We don't know who's getting whose orders, okay? We don't know. But from the outside and having Ted Phillips be there for so long, looks like Ted's running the ship. Looks like Ted has some real trust from up above. So to me, it's on Ted. Now, I don't know for sure. And if it is the McCaskies, then the McCaskies need to sell. What? Let me ask you this, Ty. Virginia McCaskey getting to the point where, you know, she's not getting any younger either. Do you think there's any kind of urgency at all? None. Because we would have seen it. Why haven't we won a Super Bowl since 85? Why haven't we won a playoff game since, what, 06? No, not 06, but whenever Cutler was there. Jay Cutler, guys. Jay Cutler, who everyone dissed. Jay Cutler, who everyone spat on on his way out the door. We we haven't we haven't rebounded since Jay Cutler. What kind of organization are we? What seriously? Like I'm I didn't mean to cut you off. I knew where you were going. And no, we 
We haven't won dead since 85. I've seen the Bears in one Super Bowl. I'm 33 years old. I'm going to be, you know, 34 in April. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Where I, does this go? Well, change has got to happen. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We just can't keep going on. And and uh, I think a lot of other we Bears can't have, feel that we way. We can't have tolerance for jackasses. We, he has made Ryan Pace has made bad mood after bad mood. Bad mood. I'm in a bad mood because yes. of him. Bad move after bad move after bad move. We continue to reward him. He gives out shitty contracts. We continue to reward him. He gets a hard on for big names. You've said that before. Yes, he does. He, yeah, he. Well, I tell you what. You, you talk about one of the worst moves ever. Everybody but Ryan Pace knows that Jimmy Graham is washed up. He was washed up last year if you watched him play for the Green Bay Packers. I forgot he was even on the team, and I was yes. scrolling down my feed, and a cartoon popped up with his face, and it's like, the Graham man. And I'm like, oh my God, he's on our team. Yeah, I mean... That's what? how... Un- that's He's not even relevant. He is not relevant at all. Listen, he can't we, block. Dad, he we can't had, run. We had 10 tight ends on the roster going into the offseason. Heck... Ten, yeah. I mean, come on. That 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 is almost a joke. Let's talk about that kicker we signed, the old Kansas City Chiefs kicker. Yeah, I like him. What is his name? Santos. Santos. He. Uh, people might remember him. He is the guy that actually turns his back to the ball mm-hmm. and then kicks. He's not bad. He's not great. He's not bad. I don't know. We got to get the kicking game. We still haven't figured out a kicking game. Can I just tell you one thing? I'm still sore that we gave up Robbie. Yeah, Every we, time we talk about kickers, I, I, should I not be sore? No. That, but I mean, it still comes up. Okay, I'm we're, done we're, talking we're, about it. But, but it's like we're hitting the podcast like every sweet spot. Like if people listen, we always talk about pace and we always talk about I know, Robbie. I know. I'll, I, I'm getting off the train. No, I'm, I'm with I'm you. Just, I'm, I, I just, as a bear, I'm fan, the one that brought up pace. I know. It's just, Oh, it's maddening. Anyway. Yeah. I, he, you know, right now Santos is an average kicker. All right. And if Eddie is hurt, which it sounds like he is, sounds like we're going to carry two kickers this year. That's what I've heard, that we'll carry two kickers. Eddie better figure out a way to stay healthy, because unfortunately, Eddie, kicking's not... They, they will get rid of you very, very fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, who's the easiest position on a, on a roster to get rid of, right? And, kicker, and but get, what's the hardest? Kicker. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, kicker. How many games have we lost because of kicking? And it should not come down to kicking, but it Thank, does. Again you. and again and again. But when people say that, and I just said that, and I understand that I just said that, that, you know, it shouldn't come down to kicking, the fact is it does address it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It does. Like, that's like me going, oh, man, I can't believe it. That guy ran a red light. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like kicking wins games. It happens. The Patriots won Super Bowls from kicking, and they still had Tom Brady. It happens. Special teams need to get their shit together. Yeah. There's no doubt that kickers matter. By the way, uh, for those of you who play fantasy, don't put kickers on your roster. 
Kickers suck in fantasy. No, I disagree. They suck so bad in fantasy. Listen, you want to win based upon your ability to pick. You don't want a kicker at the end of the day who accidentally kicked, you know, a couple long ones, and that's the difference in your win. So but see, if you're no, smart no, 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 and you play no, fantasy no. football, do not get a kicker and don't listen to what my son says. No, because end he, of story. No, because that's bullshit. Because kicking's a part of the game and it needs to be in fantasy. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no. See, no, does it? Be nah. smart. Be smart. Don't. It, when you set up your leagues, don't let kickers influence anything. And back to you. No, it, that honestly, that is the most ridiculous. That take gets me so mad. You have been harping on that for so long. Because I'm right, son. No, you're Just not. Just say, Dad, you're right. No, you're not. You're, you are so wrong on this in so many different levels. And I'll tell you why. Because you're that guy. You're that asshole when it comes down <laughs> ooh, to... Ooh, Mr. Kitzel. Well, you are. You are that asshole if it comes down to... like Because I know you. And if your kicker scored you like 20 points in a game, you'd be going, yes, that's my kicker. Oh, absolutely, but, I would but, be doing but, that. But, I would absolutely be doing that. But the second he misses and screws you, you're like, I don't know why we have kickers in uh, this league. But that's, you just made my point because that's And that's kickers. why we have kickers. And <laughs> that's why we have kickers. You just made my point because it's the kickers that mess everything up. On to the next thing. What you got? I got nothing else. I don't know. What else do you... Well, well uh, we have two weeks before the season starts. We uh, six exactly sixteen days from today. Why don't we come back next week and we do an episode of uh, outrageous predictions where we try to predict the schedule and then we can. Actually, oh, I love that! And then what we'll actually do is we'll do it in one whole segment and then we can clip that and then at the end of the year we can listen back to what we said and then we can eat crow. Oh, that that will be great. You will be eating crow. I will be celebrating. How's that sound? Well, we've always done predictions, but we've never actually listened back, and we've never actually, like, maybe we just need to write it down and keep it. We kept it last time, but yep. we never, like, addressed. No, we. I think that's a great idea. I think we need to go back and really hold ourselves accountable. But just to let people know, um, I do have our schedule... An aspect of uh, teams and opponents that we that were playing this year, and I mean, like I said, uh, you know what? One thing after this, we will address because I do want your opinion on this. Um, our home opponents are the Bucks, Texans, Saints, Colts, Giants, Lions, Packers, Vikings, and then our away opponents are. Falcons, Panthers, Jaguars, Titans, Rams, Lions, Packers, Vikings. So, those are our opponents. Now, I want to ask you your opinion on something because I think man, I think that there is no more there's going to be no home field advantage. I don't think it's going to exist anymore. Well, not until we get a cure for the virus because in my opinion the what home field advantage does is it gets so loud that they can't make checks and balances on the line they can't say yeah. you know now they're going to be able to hear it's going to be dead silent yeah other than the you know us watching on tv where they now pipe in some type of i was gonna ask noise. are they gonna pipe now i heard they're gonna try to pipe it through the stadium too for, really? For the, the home team. 
For so the home gonna, team? Yeah. So, like, if the home teams on defense are going to pipe it through. Well, okay. That that I have issues with that on a couple different levels. I do too, and I'm glad you brought that up. That that that's just what I heard. They floated out there. You go it, first, though. What are well, your issues? Okay, so who controls the volume on this home team thing? Like seriously, how are you gonna decide? Okay, um, in Kansas City, maybe the home team is at this many decibels, and at Atlanta Falcons at this many decibels. I mean, who who's really controlling that button? Exactly, but what if too? Like, do they pipe it down after like they're up like a certain amount, amount of, points? of points? I mean, part part of the interaction between the fans and the game is what draws people to be a part of it. And now, if that's somehow artificially manipulated, man, that that just seems wrong, like real wrong. Yeah, that's, so I that's don't... like that's like. Pouring yourself a beer and putting a scoop of ice cream in it, man. That's like wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, it, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what they're going to do. They've also talked about letting um, like 20% of the stadium in. Well, okay. This is, this is where I have an issue. Miami... Kansas City are talking about letting yeah. 20% in. Miami was talking about 25%. And then you got other stadiums that they're not letting any fans in. Now, how is that copacetic? I mean, you either, it, the whole league either needs to do it one way or the other. So if I go to Kansas City, they've got fans. If I'm playing at the Bears Stadium, we well, don't have fans. Well, 20%'s not nothing. You're still not going to well, hear anything. Well, I know, but still it it seems my, like it, it my seems pr- like the playing field ought to be level, should it not? No, I disagree. I totally do. I I do disagree with the fact that I I think the playing field's level regardless. 20%? Are you kidding me, Dan? That's nothing. I I could care less. I do agree with your point that and this is my point. Roger Goodell is spineless and a coward. He should... There needs to be unity. There's no unity here. What is this? The fucking wild, wild west? Everyone can do what they want? That's kind of where I was going. Yeah, like, and that, that's why I said I agree yeah, with you, yeah, but I also yeah. wanted to make sure that I called yeah. Goodell spineless and a coward because that's what he is. If you look at Adam Silver... So I'm, so I'm going to no, cancel your date with wait, Goodell wait, wait, No, week. hold on. No, hold on. Okay. Wait, stop. If you look at Adam Silver, right... What he's doing with the NBA, and then you look at Goodell, it's night and day. Silver is running it so much better, giving them freedom of speech. They have Black Lives Matter. They can, they they have all that. But then, regardless what you think about the Black Lives Matter movement, Goodell came out to save face, and he admitted what we've been saying on this podcast the whole time that he blackballed Colin Kaepernick. Now he is encouraging teams to sign him. Where were you four years ago when you blackballed his ass? Mm-hmm. Spineless. Yep. Uh, and You're not going to get an argument from me there. And, and dad, and that's why I cut you off, because I said, let me finish this point, because I'm hot on it. And I'll tell you what, right now, he can't even unite the goddamn teams to say no fans or fans. Fucking figure it out, man. Like, 
are there going to be fans or aren't there going to be fans? You can, Like you said, I don't think, I disagree with you in the aspect that it's an advantage, but there needs to be, there has to be, you have to be united, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I know exactly what you mean. That's where I agreed with you completely. Like, what is this? I mean, there's a, there's a really old saying that says that the patriot, when he first charges in on a cause, is by himself. And once his cause succeeds, then everyone joins him because it costs nothing to be a patriot. Well, that's exactly what's happened here. That's, is when that's you're, very when you're, well put. When you, when you go out on the limb like Kaepernick did, who, by the way, I have a lot of respect for, even though I often pronounce his name incorrectly, I have a ton of respect for him because he went out on a limb for his belief <laughs> that, system. That was such an inside joke. I'm sorry. It, that it was, was good, but that it was, was it was it was. I was hoping maybe someone got it like you, um, and it made it it made it worth it. Thank you. The, he used to call him fantasy. Let me just fill in the listeners. He used to call him Colin <laughs> when he was playing bad. Colin Kaepernick. That's why. Man, no one else knew that out there. You've that, that continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm that. sorry. I had to. I was like, wow, that was so inside baseball. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, I just have so much respect for him. He backed up his beliefs, went out on a limb. Um, you know, I want to say this about Black Lives Matter, and I and I want, and maybe this is way too political, but hey. I, a lot of white people, we need to wake up and stand beside our brothers because this is an issue of social justice. It's an issue of violence. It's an issue of humanity. And we have to be si- stand side by side, and I'll get off the wagon right now. But I feel so strongly that it just can't be um, the black Americans who are, who, are, who are leading this charge. We have to join them and stand with them and... I'm done. I think that's a great note to end it on. So uh, we'll be back next week, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.